how am I sitting up, leaning back against this surface? I can feel it digging its claws into my spine. I do not remember how I dragged myself into this position. Another blackout. That's becoming an increasing incident now. I move my head around, looking to my left, then looking over to my right. Again, futile in nature. Why am I looking around when all I see is infinite landscape of darkness? The type of darkness that chases you, that engulfs you and strangles you tight with no escape. It is a suffocating experience. Darker than the darkest night. At least with the night sky, the stars and the moon help us to maintain that notion of safety, of belonging to change and that there is a way that such a night will change into a brighter horizon in the morning. But here, there is no such ending or beginning of the night sky. City lights will drown out the clearest of nights, with the brightest stars being eclipsed by the glare of the street lamps and the office building lights. But in the clearing, in the fields that would spread for miles and miles, that were set so far from the cities, the night sky will become alive and dance to us. These were the moments that my daughter would be most fascinated by. Lying there on her back, hair all tangled and spread out beneath her, her hands floating and reaching out in front of her, waving at the cascade of twilight shimmers all overhead. Trying to count on her fingers the number of stars she could see, and then, soon enough, laugh at herself, as there were not enough fingers on the planet to match how many of these beautiful spectacles existed. Then the question from my daughter, the question that only the most innocent of minds would conjure up and ask. Only the minds of those who had not been polluted by the age of discovery and selfish behaviour of humanity as we strive to better our own inner selves, but in the most misguided manner. The question that my sweet daughter reminded me that, at times, what is right in front of our eyes, in front of our own fingers as we reach out to capture, the question that we neglect to understand because we have become what we are. She would ask this question every time we would come out to the fields at night and lay on the blanket. Each time, the answer would escape my lips. Each time, the answer would hesitate to come out. Each time, the response would be the same from her. A sigh, a deep sigh of resignation that she did not want to stop thinking of this question ever. As time went on, she became more and more transfixed with this question. She did not want to grow to an age where her innocence and purity of thought would cloud her meaning. She always wanted to keep this feeling, this emotion, the belief and understanding that the stars represented hope. They represented enlightenment and new beginnings. They represented a meaning that we can follow and become greater than what we are at present. The questions she whispered each and every time we camped out on the fields. Daddy, if the stars fill the whole night sky, if they are everywhere, if they are brighter than any other light on earth, 
Then why is the night sky so dark and not bright? Why is the night sky not the brightest torch we can ever see? Daddy, please tell me. And there it was. In one short monologue of a narrative, my daughter pulled the paradox out from its core and opened it to lay bare for all to see and take note of. There is no such paradox here. No such stars will shine so bright that it will enlighten me from this desolate damned place. Nothing can take me away from where I am right now.